Keaton's Gardner-Webb won the toss, but deferred its option till the third quarter of action. Another bit of uh, gamesmanship here, so to speak, at Brooks Stadium is the home side in the um, east side of the stadium. So we're looking out west, and what does that mean, Alex, at this time of the day? Because the Gardner-Webb team bench is also on the east sideline with us as well. Well, that means that not only we get to enjoy having the sun in our eyes uh, for this afternoon game, but the Gardner-Webb team bench, the, the players down there on the Gardner-Webb sideline here, get to also face into the sun uh, as the players and coaches watch this game and, and try to pick up a Gardner-Webb win here on the road. Now, this is a, a stadium that seats 10,000. They have exceeded capacity two games this year. Overall, they're averaging at 10,000 fans a game. Seating is on both of the sidelines here with the majority on the east sideline, which we overlook here from the top. And they also have the new uh, Atkins Fieldhouse in the end zone to our right. It's going to take a late-arriving crowd for this stadium to be filled to capacity. One thing is for sure, Alex and I had the opportunity today with where we were parking uh, near the new baseball stadium here. We got to weave through a number of tailgate sections and a lot of folks wearing the teal and the black of Coastal were asking us to sit down and have something to eat with them. And we were like, excuse us, folks. We'd love nothing more to enjoy some of your nachos or your steak. But we actually have a job to do. So what I'm trying to say, Alex, is there's a lot of folks that are probably still sitting out in the parking lot tailgating. Yeah, there probably are, Fabian. And they were out there, you know, with their RVs and the uh, uh, the satellites on top of their RVs and trucks with the TVs pulled up. So it would not surprise me if a lot of people stay out in the uh, tailgate area and tailgate for maybe the first quarter of this game before uh, coming in and also big games going on around the country today as well so who would want to miss those as well as miss this game so you kind of get the the best of both worlds a little bit sitting out there tailgating for a while and of course uh, Alex from time to time today we'll keep you up to date with other games that are going on throughout college football so if you're listening you're in a cloudy environment and you've not seen the sun in days that's okay we have plenty of sunshine down here just outside of Myrtle Beach, and as I mentioned earlier, temperatures right now in the low 80s. Here we go, teams on the field ready to get the final Big South meeting on the gridiron underway. Schumacher, the Bulldog place kicker, has the ball teed up on the 35-yard line down to our right. The single safety is Kevin Brown down to our left, ranking second in the FCS ranks at 32 return yards on average. And here's a directional kick to the far sideline, fielded between the numbers and the hashes at the 26-yard line, and Gardner-Webb makes the stop out in the middle of the field at the 25-yard line. Good downfield pursuit by Rob Howard, who was in the starting line up today as an outside linebacker. So the Shauna clears first and 10 from their 25-yard line. This is a Chanticleer offense that is rated within the top 30 in virtually every offensive category when it comes to the FCS coming in. The quarterback is Alex Ross. He'll start out of the pistol with D'Angelo Henderson, the running back, now splitting the slot to the far side left. It's an empty backfield for Ross. He gets the snap. Bulldogs send it down three. Ross has a middle run lane. He'll tuck the ball away, gets across the 30, and then traffic slides to the turf out of the 31-yard line. So he picks up six yards on the first and 10 carry. Ross, the quarterback, is the second leading rusher as far as attempts go. 
at 64. So they spread out the Bulldogs that time. And against the eight-in coverage, Ross on the quarterback keeper. Now from the pistol with Henderson, the running back behind him in a two-point stance. Two wide receivers to the far side left. Now Henderson shifts to flank the quarterback. There's a snap handoff to Henderson on the cutback run left. Breaks the tackle attempt by the linebacker Tanner Birch, who then gets some help from Aaron Cook, the outside linebacker, and a tackle made out near the first down marker across the 35-yard line. And the Chanticleers pick up a five-yard run from D'Angelo Henderson and move the chains on this, the opening series of the game. D'Angelo Henderson, the running back, eighth in the country in yards, rushing at 839, eighth in average yards per game at 117, and his 10 rushing touchdowns, 11th best in the country. Ross from the shotgun out of the pistol set. Bulldogs have five up at that line of scrimmage. The play clock is down to five. Ross gets the snap, looks to throw, pressure up the middle, throws a seam route over, thrown into coverage and incomplete, nearly picked off by Trey Lucas, who may have lost that ball, Alex, in the sun. Yeah, I was just about to mention, Fabian, the way he turned around and just looked up at the ball, highly likely that uh, that ball just got lost in the sun, and that's that's a hard catch to make, especially uh, in situations like that. Second and 10 for Coastal from its 35. Far side left hashes. Ross from the shotgun. He has a back out to each side. Three wide receivers. The wide side is a near side right. There's the snap. Fakes a handoff on the belly dive. Tries to go up the middle and the linebacker Chad Jeter brings him down to the 37 yard line and it brings up a ball possession down here for Coastal Carolina after the gain of two. Third down and eight opening series of the game in the bright sun in the shadows of Myrtle Beach. So now this is a Coastal team that is 20. This is strength versus strength right here. Coastal is 29th in the country in third down percentage offense. Gardner-Webb number five defensively, allowing just 28% third down conversions. Bulldogs four wide up front, empty backfield. Coastal has to go across the 45. Ross gets the snap, looks to throw, squeezed up the pocket, tucks the ball, working between the near side hashes in the numbers and he's tackled a yard shy of the first down by Lucas the safety out of the 44 yard line so a big time decision on this the opening drive for Coastal Carolina fourth down and one for the Chanticleers from their 44 yeah and it looks like for a second Fabian they were going to leave the offense on the field then decide you know what it's very early in this game. Let's bring the, the punt team out, punt it away. So the Gardner-Webb defense gave up 11 yards on the first two plays, and now Coastal has to punt the ball to the Bulldogs. A kick that will travel right to left with Avon Rayburn, averaging over 37 yards a punt. Jacob Henderson, a single safety. There's the snap and a short kick angled to the Gardner-Webb sideline across the way at the 30. Angles out of bounds inside the 25 and goes down to the 24-yard line as they wanted absolutely nothing to do with Jacob Henderson. So Gardner-Webb's offense takes over at its 24-yard line, 12-10 to go here in the opening quarter. It is just so nice to see the sun. It really is. And we we were discussing it on the way down here, Fabian. You know, sun's kind of been spotted around the upstate of South Carolina and, and North Carolina uh, the, the past couple of days, but it's just been one of those past couple of weeks where we've seen nothing but clouds day in and day out and uh once we got down into the myrtle beach area the clouds broke up the the clouds broke up and we started seeing blue sky and then there's a bright ball of light in the sky that we have not seen and uh tried to figure out what it was great atmosphere here at brooks stadium 
in Conway. We mentioned earlier the, the crowd continues to file in. Aluminum bleachers here. And those seats that are empty kind of have the uh, sun bouncing off them, so to speak, which makes areas of the field a little difficult to kind of see if you're having to look into the sun. But that was a big stop for Gardner-Webb's defense on the opening series after surrendering 11 yards on the first two plays. And now the Gardner-Webb offense, and we've talked about this, Alex, you're starting freshman at two of the tackle spots. It's a Gardner-Webb offense that is still trying to find itself. Yeah, Fabian, uh, offensively for Gardner-Webb this year uh, just has not gone how the uh, running Bulldogs would like for it to, uh, to play out. And, uh, you know, you have to think about how young some of the starters are on that Gardner-Webb offense are. Uh, you're talking about a true sophomore starting quarterback. And then you've got a couple of freshmen as well starting on the uh, offensive side of the ball for Gardner-Webb. So without a lot of that game experience at this level of play, it's difficult to actually get settled down and uh, be able to make big plays happen like Gardner-Webb would like. We have a, a media timeout, which is why, you know, Alex and I are talking about some of the X's and O's in this game. And this is a Bulldog offense that this year just has not been able to really build up tempo in some of these football games. Tyrell Maxwell, the, the quarterback who was the team's leading rusher at 86 yards a game, did not throw an interception last week. But this is an offense that has to build up a rhythm and has just not been able to do that here in 2015. Injuries at the wide receiver spot as well. Running backs, if it could happen, it has happened to the guys. And rightfully so, not throwing an interception last week. Coach Carroll McRae told his quarterbacks, hey, if you throw an interception, you're getting taken out of the game. So he wants to keep that starting position, and uh, we see him now. Snap, handoff, end around, trying to turn the corner near side. Out to the 29-yard line goes Bobby Clark with his 47th rushing attempt of the season. So the first play of the game, and the Bulldogs go with an end around, get the ball out to the 29-yard line, gain of five. Second down and five for a Gardner-Webb offense that is 118th out of 123 in FCS football and average yards a game at 232. Maxwell snap, split back set, hands off right halfback, trying to turn near side left on the slant. Jonathan Blackman and Blackman tripped up near the first down marker at the 34 outside the numbers. And it is enough for a Bulldog first down. So Gardner-Webb, just like the Coastal offense did, two plays, 11 yards, and a first down. Yeah, and that's what you need if you're Gardner-Webb. Just keep the chains moving. Don't necessarily go for the uh, for the end zone or for the score every play. Just keep those chains moving. Get four or five yards every play. You're good. Keep the chains moving. Coastal four wide up on that line of scrimmage. Maxwell snapping a single back. Gets a snap. Pump fakes. Pressured front side. Gets hit. He's fumbled the football but lunges forward and recovers out of the 27-yard line. It was Calvin Hollenhorst, one of their standout ends that got in there in wreaked havoc, and now it's second down, and let's call this nearly 17 for the Bulldogs to go. Yeah, you're having to go longer than the chains here, Fabian, and uh, something that Gardner-Webb's kind of gotten used to this season, unfortunately, and just a great job by Tyrell Maxwell to realize that the ball had only fallen about two yards away from him, just stick those long arms out there. Pull the ball back into him and regain possession. Two wide receivers right. Estes tight end sprint motion from the far side to the near side. Maxwell's now going to call a timeout. The Gardner-Webb quarterback turns 
to our referee and Jeff Flanagan and the White Hat now waves his arms overhead and it's a timeout. We'll keep it here. 10-26 remaining in the opening quarter of action and it's now officially second down and 20 for Gardner-Webb. The Bulldogs from their 26-yard line. Well, Gardner-Webb comes in averaging 151 rush yards a game. That's not bad. I mean, you'll take that, but the problem has been the pass game this year. The Bulldogs have not been able to break off defensive backs and get the highly coveted yak yards. That's yards after the catch. Bulldogs averaging just 81 pass yards a game, which is number 119. And when you face some long yardage situations during the course of this season, you need to rely on that passing game if you're going to get those. Yeah, Fabian, and uh, difficult for Gardner-Webb to uh, get those yards after catch uh, or get the yardage after the catch and uh, something that the offense is going to have to work on throughout the final three games of the season. Maxwell snap shotgun second and 20. He'll throw a little hook route. Catch made. Short gain out to the 32-yard line. So we pick up six yards, and that brings us back to a third down and 14 for Gardner-Webb. So a ball possession down on the horizon for the running Bulldogs who are dead last to the FCS ranks averaging 22% on third down conversions while Coastal is 65th, mid in the pack at 40%. So third down, Gardner-Webb has to go across the Coastal 44-yard line. Trips to the near side left, one to the short side right. Tyrell from the shotgun, three linemen up for Coastal Carolina, two and two-point stance, a snap, three-man rush, eight drop into coverage. Maxwell pressured, zigging and zagging his way. A cutback run inside the far side, hashes, and he's tackled over the 41-yard line, shy of the first down. Maxwell picked up nine when the Bulldogs needed to go 12. But in the ever-present battle for field position, not a bad play by Maxwell. You don't want to see pressure on your quarterback with a three-man rush and an eight drop. But Maxwell picks up positive yardage. Yeah, great, great athleticism by Tyrell to uh, figure out, okay, where's my hole that I can at least make something out of nothing here and did that. Uh, as it looked like he was going to go down for a sack. Carmonic in a brilliant sunshine gets the snap to punt for the Bulldogs, and he shanks one down the far right sideline, right to left, and duck hooks out of bounds at the Coastal 29-yard line. Well, Carmonic took all the snaps last week, Alex, as far as the punting game went. That a week after he had three punts, had an off game against Charleston Southern. We saw Dustin Holder come in to handle punts the rest of the game two weeks ago. We thought a week ago today we were going to see split action between the two. It was all Carmonic this go-around, and unfortunately not the best of results for the uh, Bulldog kicker. Yeah, last week Carmonic actually had a pretty decent week uh, of punting and then today uh, we see this punt go out of bounds at the Coastal Carolina 29-yard line so a 30-yard punt uh, is all that that uh, that accumulated for Andrew Kormonik and typically we see him go for upwards of 50 sometimes even 60 yards on some punts. So right now we have a media timeout on the field. We'll keep it with 8.56 to go on a scoreless first quarter of action. Identical tries for the two teams. Two plays, 11 yards for each out of the gate. And then three plays later taking a snap to punt the uh, football. We mentioned earlier two other big South Conference games are in action at this hour. One of those uh, kicked off at the same time as uh, this one. 
uh, did with PC at Liberty, but had about an update on that Charleston Southern at Kennesaw State game as the Buccaneers on the road look to take another step to the uh, league championship. Yeah, Fabian, the uh, last we checked, it was 28-6, to and since then, Kennesaw State has uh, gotten a touchdown and a two-point conversion on that, so it's now 28-14 to with 9-18 to play fourth quarter, and then uh, also early first quarter, no score between Presbyterian and Liberty. So, again, the, the crowd has done a better job of uh, filing in, got some scarlet and black here in attendance with us today but when you're the visiting team you don't get a whole lot of favorable seating so the scarlet and black is down to our left again garden web is on the press box sideline of the facility here at brooks stadium so the garden web contingency is seated from the uh, 25 yard line to our left and down to uh, the goal line and just like everybody else including the broadcasters having to look into that uh, sun across the way, but we're not going to complain. So we come out of the media timeout, and Ashana clears for the first and 10 from their 29-yard line and working left to right, trying to drive to the field house end zone here. Coastal and home black tops and headgear with the white pants, Gardner-Webb and the black hats, pants, and the white jersey numbers, Alex Ross. The Coastal quarterback from the shotgun with the ball spotted on the far side, left hashes. Bulldogs three wide up there on that defensive line. Now walk Aaron Cook, an outside linebacker, up against the left offensive tackle. Ross gets the snap of the leg hand off to D'Angelo Henderson, trying to go up the middle. Bounces off the nose guard tackle, O.J. Now off the far side, left edge, turns the corner along the Gardner-Webb sideline and up to the 44-yard line for a first down gain. Uh, 15 yards for D'Angelo Henderson, who comes in averaging nearly seven yards a carry. And doubly bad news for Gardner-Webb on that run is on an edge block, we've got a white shirt down along the coastal sideline across the way. Trey Lucas makes the tackle, the red shirt sophomore, strong safety. This is a Bulldog defense. That is already minus LaRon Glenn and end out with a leg injury. Jonathan Sherrill, a corner starter, was going to try to give it a go today. He's still sidelined with a shoulder injury. If I'm not mistaken, Fabian, I think I saw that as number one Ivan Toomer that's down for Gardner-Webb. And Ivan has battled some injury issues over the last couple of weeks. And now Gardner-Webb head coach Carol McRae dressed in a scarlet shirt. Walking out to that far sideline as Ivan is down to the 30. I think Toomer, two, three weeks ago, ended up spraining an ankle. And I'm not sure if that's a recurrence of this issue or not. The Richard Senior, third on the Bulldog squad, averaging seven total tackles a game. Trying to take a look at Kevin Jones as the sun peaks behind a cloud here for a moment, which turns this teal playing surface into a different color. And I think we got a little bit of a round of applause from the uh, contingency here on the near sideline when the cloud came in front of that uh, the sun there. It's, uh, you know, when we got into town, it was about 84 degrees, Fabian. So you have to think just sitting out there uh, in the sun has to be very warm as well. And you see people using programs, uh, anything they can find to try to fan themselves now as we still try to uh, see the extent of injury to Ivan Toomer. 
Ivan now seated upright, so he's talking with trainer Jones with the helmet off. That would be a big loss, losing your number one corner when you have to go up against the likes of Bruce Mapp, Coastal's leading wide receiver who has four touchdowns in a Coastal offense that has six different players with a touchdown reception. And now number one has to come off the field and D.J. Allen, redshirt freshman, junior college transfer, will have to play the spot vacated by Ivan, who's got that old-school look with both of those ankles heavily taped up. So Coastal with a first and 10 from its 44-yard line, 8.47 remaining here in a scoreless first quarter of action. And the wind is blowing right to left as we call the action. Stadium lights are on, so we'll try to keep an eye on Ivan over here on the near sideline. But one thing is for sure, D'Angelo Henderson is not going to go down with the first hit. He is a bowling ball at 5'8", 205 pounds. So Ross, the coastal quarterback from the shotgun, has wide receivers at each side of the formation, two to be precise. Henderson, the running back to the near side right. Ross gets the snap, looking to the far sideline the whole time, throws on a quick hitch route, catch made in front of a double team, and the tackle made at the Gardner-Webb 48-yard line. Greg White, the big target, makes the reception only his seventh catch of the year, but nonetheless an impressive gain on first down of seven yards for Coastal. Alex Ross, the quarterback, 10th in the country with a completion percentage of 66%. He's 29th in the land, averaging... 224 yards a game. Two wide receivers each side. Second down and two from the Gardner-Webb 48. Far side, left hashes. Now Henderson to back, shifts to the far side. Snap, read option. Pitch to Henderson to the boundary short side. Breaks a couple of tackles, breaks another, and Aziz Higgins, the linebacker, chases him down backside outside the numbers at the 30-yard line, but not before Henderson picks up 18 yards on the option pitch, and it's a first down for the shot to clears. Aziz Higgins, the linebacker, the senior who wears jersey number 48, is second on the Bulldog team, averaging eight and a half stops a game. 7.43, a winding first quarter clock. Scoreless, Coastal, first and 10 at the Bulldog, 31. Far side left hashes, two wide receivers each side. Ross the snap, five into the pass pattern. He throws on a tight end drag over the middle. This is caught by White, angling to the near sideline, breaking several tackles outside the numbers and tackled down to the 21-yard line for a gain of 10. So Coastal right now able to complete a pass over the middle. White came in. Alex was six receptions on the year, and that is the second on this drive for 14. Henderson, the running back behind Ross, trips to the left. Now Henderson shifts to the left to Ross. Snap, handoff, Henderson working off the right side and stumbles down to the turf for the 19-yard line after he got knocked to the turf by the All-American nose guard, O.J. Mao. It's a gain of two, second down and nine on the horizon here for the shot to clears in the red zone. Yeah, O.J. Mao is just a, uh, a, for lack of a better word, he's just a beast on that defensive side of the ball. A- being able to get into the backfield like that and uh, just kind of trip up Henderson and 
make him stumble forward for only a gain of two. Abercrombie, the backup running back in the game to Ross's left. Snap, they're going to hand it off to Abercrombie. Slant run to the right. Mal, the nose guard, and the linebacker, Birch, combined on the tackle down to the 14-yard line. It's a gain of five, so third down. Then let's call this a short four for the Chanticleers. We're scoreless first quarter, 6.15 to go in the opening 15 of play. Coastal quickly back up the line of scrimmage. Shauna Clears don't want to let Gardner Webb get the rotation in. Inside give to Amber Crombie right up the middle. Sidesteps a tackle by Allen at the five, and he's into the end zone for a touchdown. His fifth rushing score of the season. And Coastal drives into the end zone here. Seven plays, 71 yards. And now the point after try coming up here for Ryan Granger, who continues the line of fantastic place kickers here at Coastal. They open up with a swinging gate here. They're going to go with a direct snap, working inside run left and in for the two-point conversion. And Randall McCray, our defensive coordinator, who also is in charge of special teams, is not real happy at his unit's inability to stop that. So Coastal draws first blood, not only a touchdown, but gets the two-point conversion. Amber Crombie barely even touched, and it's eight to nothing. Alex, how about some of the details on that Coastal scoring drive? Yeah, as you mentioned, the seven-play, 71-yard drive takes 2.53 off the clock. Uh, and Coastal Carolina with the two-point conversion, uh, 8-0 lead for the Chanticleers. And uh, Alex Ross, quarterback for Coastal Carolina, he is two for three right now, 18 yards. And then D'Angelo Henderson, five carries, 52 yards. He got the touchdown there. And uh, then receiving, Craig White is the uh, leading receiver with only one reception, 10 yards for the Chanticleers. The other reception on that drive was credited to Bruce Mapp as 38th of the year to lead to Shauna Clears. You know, when it comes to Alex Ross, he had a great game against Gardner-Webb last year, and a couple of couple of the numbers in the numbers, one, Ross comes into this game averaging just one interception every 80 passing attempts, and he will distribute the football. Mentioned of Coastal's 11 TD passes coming in, six different players have at least one. In last year's Coastal win at our place, 38 to 14, Ross connected with seven different players for 29 completions and 43 attempts, 351 yards, two touchdowns, and was not interception. Even more bad news for Gardner-Webb. Ivan Toomer, the all-late corner, continues to be worked on over here on the Bulldog sideline by Kevin Jones and company. And even though Ivan got off to the sideline under his own power, this appears to be an upper body issue as he is lying down on the trainer's table with his knees up into the air. So nonetheless, Gardner-Webb ready to set the, get the football back. Robert McCoy is the single safety for Gardner-Webb with his back to the fieldhouse end zone here in the Coastal Carolina band. And Mosamitsu Ishibashi. There's a mouthful set to kick off for Coastal Carolina with four touchbacks and 
50 attempts, so the likelihood of him sending one into the end zone here as the win has now completely subsided. Well, let's see what Ishibashi does here. Robert McCoy in the end zone. Down to our right, tugging around those gloves. Now the face mask, making sure he's good to go, and the kick is underway. Left to right, drifting inside the one, where it's gobbled up by Henderson outside the numbers, inside the five. A return to the 14-yard line after contact, maybe another yard after the 15. So Gardner-Webb down eight to nothing with 5.57 to go here in the first quarter. Is not blessed with ideal field position here. No, Gardner-Webb's going to have to go 85 yards now just to try to tie this. Uh, 85 yards and then a two-point conversion, Fabian, just to try to tie this thing up. And uh, not very favorable field position for the running Bulldogs. But, of course, that's one of those type of uh, situations where you have to overcome diversity and uh, see what you can make out of it. Ball spotted on the near side left. Hashes Coastal fans out on that defensive line. With four down linemen, split backs from Maxwell, takes a snap, design quarterback keeper inside, zigging and zagging his way through traffic across the 20 and out to the 23-yard line. So Tyrell picks up eight yards on that first and 10 carry, even though, Alex, this young man is a sophomore. As number 12 goes, so does the Bulldog offense. That's correct, Fabian. He, uh, he really is kind of the heart and soul of this Bulldog offense right now. And, uh, of course, any quarterback should be the heart and soul of a team's offense. And he's really been able to push Gardner-Webb downfield in big games this season. Maxwell snaps shotgun, four wide receiver package, bounces out to the near side left on the quarterback keeper and knocked down near the first down marker. We'll have to wait and see whether that's the proverbial left or right foot spot. He got dropped by Michael Billings, a safety. And it is a Gardner-Webb first down, the second on his many series for GW after the Maxwell run. Tyrell comes in with 132 rush attempts, 602 yards, both of which lead this Bulldog team. He averages 86 rush yards a game, so he's averaging half of what Gardner-Webb as a team averages. Four down linemen up front, four wide receivers, snap fake handoff, running back goes wide as Maxwell, and the keeper goes up the middle and tackled at the 31-yard line. So Maxwell, a gain of five yards as the defense went for the fake to hand off Jonathan Blackman, who went outside. Stop gets made by reserve tackle Christian Gill, but it's a second down and five for the Bulldogs. Gardner-Webb down 7-0. First quarter game clock in motion down to 419. Bulldogs working right to left here on the teal playing surface in brilliant sunshine. Three wide receivers to the far side right. One to the near side left. Coastal playing press coverage. Maxwell from the shotgun. Snap. Draw play. Bernard tackled behind the line of scrimmage. Loss of one. Back to the 30-yard line. Got stifled out by the tackle. Christian Gill. Third down and six for Gardner-Webb on this ball possession down. The Bulldogs 0 for 1 so far today. Gardner-Webb brings Adonis Lee in as a wide receiver. Also coming in is Victor Harris. Those two are wide outs to the right side, which is the wide side. Bulldogs with a tight end, Estes to the near side left. And will give Maxwell max protection with a back out to each side out of the shotgun. 
Coastal loads all 11 in the box. Maxwell snap, throws on a pass pattern to the near left sideline for Mike Estes on an out pattern over throws, double coverage. And Dante hears the corner, one of those two black shirts along with Chris Jones. Gardner-Webb gets a first down on that drive, but will have to punt after 15 yards on the possession. Yeah, that's just a uh, drive gone bad for Gardner-Webb. And, uh, you know, you, you stick to the running game on the first two plays of the uh, the drive, and then you kind of go back to it, get shut down, and you kind of go through the air, and that gets shut down. you got to try to figure out your offense a little bit. Andrew Carmonic, the punt, gets a snap, gets a high, lazy, sailing punt away right to left. Let's field it outside the numbers, far side at the Coastal 28-yard line, and a short return out to the 33. So good downfield coverage by the Bulldogs. Spencer Haverid, the gunner. Got down there to make the stop for the guy who's dressed in the white shirts and the black pants. Havard, the red shirt sophomore who had a pick six in a season opener at South Alabama. So Coastal takes over, leading eight to nothing with 309 to go here in the first quarter. Shot of clears. We'll start from the 33-yard line and work left to right. And it looks like Fabian on that punt return. Dante Hears for uh, Coastal Carolina was a little slow to get up and limped off over to the sideline. So we'll see if he uh, comes back in uh, on the next defensive series for Coastal. Coastal, two wide receivers near side. Ross snaps shotgun, looks for the first route out of the backfield. Not there, so he'll throw on a hook and the catch made between the numbers and the hashes out of the 42-yard line by their standout receiver, Bruce Mapp. It's a gain of nine yards, second down and one. Boy, did Mapp have a big game against us last year. Had 10 catches for 107 yards. So from the shotgun, Ross inside give D'Angelo Henderson hesitated just a bit, then surged behind his right guard and gets a first down out to the 48-yard line before the outside linebacker brings him down and Chad Jeter. So Coastal Carolina picks up the first down, already the shot to clears sixth of the opening quarter. Coastal. Working at a crisp pace right now, not allowing Gardner-Webb to rotate lines and on and off the field. Ross from the shotgun, back near side right, three wide receivers, snap, give off D'Angelo Henderson, working off the left side, blasts into the secondary, and gets a first down to the 39-yard line off the inside slant run. Henderson picks up a gain of nine yards and a coastal first down with two minutes to go in the opening quarter at the Bulldog 39. That's where if you're Gardner-Webb and you can't, rotate those linemen on and off the field because Coastal's calling the, the no-huddle offense. That's kind of where it hurts you a little bit. Some of those linemen get tired, miss a couple of blocks, and uh, you got a running back going for uh, extra yardage. Two wides right, one to the far side left. Ross snaps shotgun, play action, looks to throw. Back stays in to, to protect, throw over the middle on a post. Deflected by the linebacker, Tanner Burns, but right into the trailing arms of the tight end white who carries the ball into the end zone for a touchdown are you kidding me it was a post pattern inside the five that the linebacker tanner birch had the underneath coverage actually deflected the ball across the five but right into the hands of the trailing tight end craig white who gets credited with a touchdown reception and a shot to Claire's lead 14 to nothing. Yeah, and that's just unlucky if you're Gordon oh, Webb's geez. defense. And You know, I, I, I've seen it happen watching games on TV, but I've never seen it happen in person, and so, so there it is in person. Ryan Granger on for the point after try. 
This is the Fieldhouse end zone down to our right. There's a snap, the placement, the kick is up and splits the sticks. So Gardner-Webb forced Coastal to punt on the opening series of the game. But now the chance of clears have scored on back-to-back possessions. We'll keep it here with 97 seconds to go in the opening quarter. Alex, if you would, give us the final numbers on that Chanticleer drive. Yeah, Fabian, that's a four-play, 67-yard drive. Takes 132 off the clock and credited as a 39-yard pass uh, from Alex Ross to Craig White for the touchdown. And then the extra points up and good. 15-0, a Coastal Carolina lead over Gardner-Webb. And that comes with 137 to play in the first. We should mention that this is a Gardner-Webb defense. A lot has been made about this Coastal Carolina offense. 23rd in the country, averaging 439 yards a game. Number 22 in points at over 33. This is a Gardner-Webb defense that is 17th in the country, giving up only 307 yards a game and is 20th in scoring defense at just 19 points on average. So now the Bulldogs will get the football back off the Ishibashi. Kickoff from the 35, a kick that will travel left to right. Puts foot to leather. High, tight, end over ender. McCoy backpedaling, makes the catch on the tee of Coastal in the end zone and drops down to the right knee. And Gardner-Webb will take over out of the 25-yard line. And with a couple of those lengthy scoring drives, Alex, Coastal now starting to uh, dominate on the stat sheet, leading 15 to nothing on the scoreboard. Yeah, Fabian, 15 nothing for Coastal. And uh, you take a look at the overall just a real quick team yardage. Coastal Carolina with 157 total net yardage, 92 of that on the ground, uh, and then... The other 65 through the air. Gardner-Webb with only 32 total yards, 25 on the ground, 7 through the air. 16 plays run by Coastal, 6 more than the Bulldogs. Maxwell from the shotgun, tight end Estes to the near side left. Snap, triple option, near side right off the edge on the read for Tyrell. Turns back inside, got outside the numbers, but wrapped up out of the 27-yard line. So Maxwell picks up a couple on the first and 10 carry. Looking at the Coastal defense, Alex, you had mentioned earlier that one of the corners, Dante Hears, was injured blocking on Coastal's prior punt return, and we don't see him in there right now, so Kelvin DeVoe takes over for him. Maxwell snaps shotgun, roll out to the right, gets outside the hashes, keeps the ball tucked off that right hip, tries to reverse his field in traffic, now sprints up to the 30 into traffic and tackle that near the 31-yard line. He picks up four yards officially, probably ran about 30 yards on the play at all, but officially it's only a game of about four, so third down coming up here for the Bulldogs, third and four. Yeah, you mentioned Dante Hears. Uh, I actually watched him go off to the sideline. They did a couple of sprint drills with him j- just to see if he uh, was good to go in. And he's actually, if I'm not mistaken, on the uh, bike across the way on the sideline. Gardner Webb, a ball possession down. Bulldogs have to go across their 35-yard line. Maxwell from the gun, trips to the wide left side, one to the far side right. Maxwell the snap. Dump pass over the middle, deflected at the line of scrimmage, and then careened into the secondary, and incomplete. Mike Estes, the tight end, was the intended receiver, and with 17 ticks to go here in the first 15, Gardner-Webb sends Andrew Karmarnik out for the third punt in as many possessions for the running Bulldogs. Karmarnik, as far as punts go, the first one he had was not good. 
But the second one went 43 yards, 13 yards further than his first of the day. Twin safeties back deep for the Chanticleers. Down to the 30-yard line to our left with their backs to the big jumbotron. There's a snap to Andrew. It's a two-man rush. He has time. Gets a spiraling kick away. Coastal fields this one on a fair catch between the numbers and the hashes out near the 32-yard line. Gary Bradshaw. So with nine seconds to go in the opening quarter of action, Coastal has the football and a 15-0 lead. Yeah, Fabian, a final score alert from Charleston Southern at Kennesaw State. That game has gone final. Charleston Southern, a 28-14 winner over the Kennesaw State Owls, dropping Kennesaw State to 2-2 two two now in Big South play, and Charleston Southern still undefeated. And this is big now for Coastal Carolina because you're trying to stay within a game of Coastal Carolina, which go, or of uh, Charleston Southern, which goes to 5-0. Ross. Shotgun split backs, two wide receivers, far side left, one to the near side. Coastal from the near side, hashes and from its 32-yard line. Nine seconds to go in the quarter. Ross gets the snap, looks to throw, has an inside run lane if he chooses to. Now tucks the ball, gets to the near side edge, and Aaron Cook pushes him out of bounds over the 34-yard line. It's a gain of, let's call this, two yards. And our white hat Jeff Flanagan puts the game clock back in motion, and we are done. With the first 15 minutes of play, the Chanticleers at the end of one lead our runner Bulldogs 15 to nothing. Stay with us back to Brooks Stadium in sun-drenched Conway, South Carolina, when Gardner-Webb football continues from Coastal Carolina on the voice of Gardner-Webb Athletics, WGWG.org. You can now download the WGW.